Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting the ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is September 3rd, 2021. Six days until kickoff. Who's number six on our team? Oh my gosh. You, you know, you could have prepped me with that before the game. For <laughs> <before> the <laughs> pop quiz. <laughs> before the. Oh my gosh. Look, look, uh, I'm going to find it. Hold I don't on. think we have a I'm number find, six. Do I don't we think have we have a number six? six. Nope. Well, nope. that's just a shame. No number sixes. Oh, we have an eight. Sure don't. Get a, a seven. Yeah, skip to six. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. It goes from seven to three. So Ryan Suckup is number three. But so the next few days, we have no player that. Uh, All the way until third. The three days. So that would be what? Do? Tuesday? So I don't know. What day is it? Where are we? No idea. Earth. <laughs> close enough yeah so less than a week away i can't believe it we get a big week next week it's a big oh my gosh i know, so I know. we're still doing we're our busy. preseason podcast it's like we're trying to get things together and organized so there there you go there we go <laughs> this one's gonna be a little more informal today we're a little bit all over the place not much not too much bucks news a little bit of league news. What do you want to start with, Ralph? Hmm. Uh, uh. Well, let's start with Buccaneers stuff. All right. That's always the important stuff. That's what yeah. we're here for. Okay. I could give a crap about the rest of the league. Only Unless thing I care it's about. To laugh at them. Yeah. Well, you I'm know. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. In 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 relation to the Buccaneers, that's all right. I care about. Yeah. Okay. So. We brought Ryan Suckup back from the COVID list. He's back. But we still have rookie kicker, Jose. Oh, my gosh. I cannot say his name. Borregales? Uh, He's still. Uh, we didn't cut him. Why did we not cut him? Why do we need two, t- two kickers? Is that weird? That's weird. It is me. weird. Yeah, That's we never keep two kickers. Too. I know. Uh. So that was on Thursday. Uh, Greg Allman was talking about that, that Ryan Suckup was back, but then Jose is still there too. And he did not perform that well in preseason either. So I'm just very surprised that he is still hanging around. A little alarming to me. But I don't, you know, we paid a lot of money for Ryan Suckup, for a kicker especially. So I don't think that his job is threatened but it's just weird that jose is still there what is going on uh offensive lineman nick leverett was brought back from the covid list as well and that was today actually he was activated to make room for him on the roster our guy kim gill was put on ir I wish that they would say what the hell is wrong with him. Yeah, it's very strange to me. Very, very strange. You know, I had written kind of a little write-up on him about how it just seems to me like he doesn't want to be on the team, you know? Well, uh, but, you know. Somehow- you know, and it's just speculation because, because 
you know, we've we've talked about this quite a bit on the podcast, but when you're fourth on the depth chart and there's only four guys, mm-hmm. you know, you're on the bubble and he hasn't shown up for practice all preseason. I didn't. Then why would we keep him when you don't when you have somebody who's not right? That's it's kind of like with Justin Evans. The same thing that happened with Justin mm-hmm. Evans. Like yeah. we kept we hung on to him for so long, and I don't know why because yeah. Yeah. he was never available. Right, and, and you got to figure looking at it from Cam Gill's perspective is, you know, we keep uh, what do we keep? We keep four outside linebackers, and you know we've got three that are uh top tier top tier like really good yeah pretty much and let let, let me see we've got uh, of course jason pierre paul you've got uh, shaquille barrett and then uh, anthony nelson and cam gill were kind of you know fighting for (laughs) that third fourth spot yeah and then the buccaneers go and they draft Tryon in the uh, 32nd spot. So, you know, Cam Gill had to have been going, whoa, you know, yeah. they're, you know, they're, t- they're basically trying to take his spot. You know, Nelson got much more playing time. He's been here longer and all that good stuff. So I felt like Cam Gill was just like, you know, just cut me, you know, whatever. But we, we don't know. It's all speculation. It's, we, nobody knows what his injury is. We've heard from uh, Rondé Barber that it was hamstring. Is that what he said? Yeah, I think that's what he said. And then somebody else said it was his But then he had a boot on in practice. You're like, that's not a hamstring injury (laughs) at all. Unless it's on his thigh. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It was super weird. But with you saying that you think he doesn't want to play here, we had people in our comments on YouTube on the last episode where we talked about the practice squad, where we had a few people who did not want to sign with our practice squad. Right. I think it was a Jeremy Ledbetter. Ledbetter. Jeremiah Ledbetter. Jeremiah Ledbetter. Pearl Jam in my head with Jeremy Ledbetter. It'll never, you'll never say Never, Never be able to do it any other way. Why would you though? Because it's, I mean. It makes sense. uh, It does make sense. We should call him Black Jeremy Ledbetter. (laughs) Or how about, uh, uh, even flow, Jeremy Ledbetter. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh, probably. Yeah, so, and who who else was it too? I think Tanner uh, Hudson. Tanner Hudson. Too. Yeah, we we heard that he didn't want to resign with the team, go on the practice squad, and he ended up getting picked up by San Francisco 49ers. Signed on their practice squad, so it's not like it's an upgrade in his position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just a little weird, and just what. What type of person does not want to be on a Super Bowl champion team? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But, you know, I don't want those people on the team either. If you don't want to be here, goodbye. Right, right. And, and, and again, we want to say this is speculation. We're not sure about yeah. any of this. Unverified. It's all rumors. You know, we like the rumors. That's why we got the woman here to spread the gossip. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't even bring that up, but I think I did. <laughs> Who's marrying who? Who's dating I, who? I handle Molly? the TMZ portion of the show. Jenna Lane was not available, so here I am. Oh, I can't believe you said her name. Not on my podcast. <laughs> so, uh, interesting, though, Nick Leverett is back from the COVID list, and I'm looking at the transaction list, and he went on... 
um, the COVID list on the 27th. So the rule is if you're vaccinated, you can come back if you're asymptomatic and get two negative tests. Mm, something like that. Well, of course, wouldn't you be asymptomatic if you're negative? Like you wouldn't have symptoms if you're neg- I don't know. Anyway, two Not negative it. tests, I think, is what it takes to come back. And so he's back. But then Earl Wadford, he was put on the same day. He's not back. And then Sue was put on the list on the 28th, so the day after Nick Leverett, and he is not back either. Sue's not back? Sue's not back. Well, Bruce Arian said that 100% of the players are vaccinated. Right. A lot of good it did us, huh? Well, you know, Belichick came out and said that. Oh, yeah. Now they're doing, like, fact checks on him. Yeah, they did a fact check on Belichick. I was like, what? There's, like... Yeah. But, you know, I mean, he what he said made sense. He said, you know, they were talking about getting rid of Cam Newton, and they were asking if it was because of the vaccination status, blah, 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 because, you know, Cam Newton has come out and said, you know, he's not going to get the vaccine. Well, I don't even know if he said that. Did he say it blatantly? I thought it was they asked him and he was like, oh, I just don't want to. I don't think he really wanted to talk about it. And then by the process of deduction, because he had to adhere to the five day rule of coming back into the Patriots facility. Mm -hmm. That's when they were like, oh, that's only for unvaccinated people. So they, you know, by that, they figured out that he was unvaccinated yes but in any case yeah in in any case uh bill belichick said that uh here's a direct quote from him he said your implication that the vaccination solves every problem has not been substantiated the number of players and coaches and staff members who have been infected with covid after being vaccinated is a pretty high number i wouldn't lose sight of that so you know belichick Pretty much came out and said, look, vaccination doesn't. It's not solving the problem. It's not solving the problem. Yeah. We're still having issues. So, and, and, and you know, they said that was not the reason why they got rid of Cam. I wonder what he's going to do. Yeah. You got any ideas? I I can't see him going somewhere and being a backup. Backup. You yeah. Think I so? think he'll be a backup. I think so. I don't think. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I mean, he went to New England and competed for a job. Yeah. You know, you would think that would be beneath him. Beneath him. Well, I mean, if he's not going to play a backup job. Mm-hmm. You know, and he might sit out until somebody gets injured and they need a starting caliber quarterback. Mm. Yeah. You know, and call that, him midway through the season. Right, it happens every year, so that would be the smart exactly. thing to do. Yeah. He's probably the highest profile quarterback out there right now, mm-hmm. maybe. I think so, yeah. 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 So, we'll see. I don't know. I... um. I'm curious if he's got any interest. It's so close to the start of the season. I don't think anyone really wants to make a move like that unless they absolutely have to. And I think the only way that you have to is if you don't have a starting quarterback because they're injured. Right. So we'll see. I I wouldn't discount him coming back midway through the season after a team sustains an injury. Probably wherever Carson Wentz is playing (laughs) because – He can't seem to make it. Is Sam Bradford still in the league? Or Teddy Bridgewater, where the hell is he? Oh, Uh, Denver. Denver. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, could be 
could be in the cards for Cam Newton. We'll see. Yep. If that happens, I need you to come back and clip this episode where right. I said that. <laughs> yeah, so you heard it here first. Exactly. <laughs> if it doesn't happen, we'll just ignore that you We're said gonna that. We're going to forget it completely. That's how we operate. Never talk about it again. Um, another thing that another roster move, move we made was we put John Mulchin on IR, the guard. What was wrong with him? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Hmm. It's weird. Everything's weird. So here's what, here's what we have on IR. We got Curtis Riley, Brad Seaton, Sedarius Hutchinson. Curtis Riley? Yeah, I don't know. J- Justin Watson and Brad Seaton are the only ones I recognize on there. Okay. But we got Curtis Riley, Brad Seaton, Sedarius Hutcherson, Zanel Stanley, Justin Watson, and John Mulchin. Justin Watson's on the PUP list. Yeah. And what was, do we know his issue? No. I, he quietly just completely was under the radar this offseason. We are just so stacked at that position. I didn't even think about him and then saw something with it. I can't remember what it was. And I was like, oh, yeah, remember Justin Watson? Mm-hmm. And so I yeah. just, we don't even need all these guys. I don't know. It's uh, crazy. Uh, Curtis Riley is a cornerback from uh, Tennessee, New York Giants, Oakland Raiders, Pittsburgh Steelers, Arizona Cardinals, wow. Minnesota Vikings. He's got quite the resume. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he's been in the league for six years and on a team six every years? year, apparently. Yeah. Good Lord. That's a lot of team for six years. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams. Um, Our practice okay. squad's filled up now, right? I don't know. I want to say we had a couple of spots still open, like maybe three. How many? What, what's the practice squad now? 12? 16. 16. Uh, the total is 16, yeah. Okay, no, no. Greg Allman said 15. we have 15 yeah, currently. Yeah, we, we got one left. One spot left. Yeah. <clears throat> and we're allowed six veterans on the practice squad. What's considered? We have five. Or what's four. considered a veteran? Three years? Four years? I think it's three or four years. Yeah. Four, yeah. And yeah. there we go. Fact check follow up. I know. Yeah. So here's our practice squad. We've got Cyril Grayson, Herb Miller, Herb, Andrew Adams, Ryan Griffin, Kobe Smith, Ladarius Hamilton, Jonathan Hubbard, Benning Patoya, Jaden Mickens. <laughs> I don't think you said it. How would I said it with emphasis? So. I think Travis Johnson, Brandon Walton, Darwin Thompson, Cody McElroy, Dion Yelder, and Troy Warner. That's our current practice squad. That is going to be churned all year long. All year. All year long. It always makes me so sad when they release them and then bring them back and then release them and bring them back. Like, how many times can you really go through that? Uh, Do they, you know, they release these guys and these guys have to turn in their playbooks and clean out their lockers and all that good stuff. And then they get signed the next day back the practice squad they had to come back in and get their playbook <laughs> set up their lockers do they get lockers if you're on the practice squad yeah because you're like imagine. practicing right yeah yeah i mean you gotta put your stuff somewhere the point of the practice squad good question though right the point of the practice squad is to practice against your starters is that right mm-hmm. okay <laughs> just to play the 
pretend you're the other team. Yeah. How weird would that be when you are used to like practicing against a player and then they've got to fill in for someone who gets injured or whatever. Mm. I mean, psychologically, they have always been on the other side of the ball. They've always been, you know, your enemy, basically. And then you put them on the same side. It's got to be a little bit of an adjustment there mentally. Uh, okay, uh, Giovanni Br- Bernard has a high ankle sprain. Really? Or mild. It's mild, they say. But it was what happened to him in the Texans game. Okay. Scotty Miller got hurt, too. Any word on him? I mean, I, he was down for a little bit. I don't know. No, I, I think they said he's fine. Yeah, they said he was fine, but they also said Giovanni Bernard was fine, too. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Giovanni did not practice on Thursday. So I don't I don't know. We shall see. Uh I guess we'll get our first injury report probably Monday. Will it be Monday? Okay. Well the game is Thursday. They get right. three reports out. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday is the game. I can't believe Thursday's the game. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So, I can't deny it. Dak Prescott is going to go in the season opener. He's playing. They said he's full. They're going to put him up board. against our defense. Uh, he's going to die. <laughs> I just, what are they? Well, he's going to die a rich man. He's the highest paid athlete in the. NFL right now, isn't it? A lot of damn good it's going to do him. You can't take it with you. His, I, his life will be... Be a nice funeral. Oh, yeah. Very I guess. Cold casket. Yeah. Yeah, Horse it's going to be... maybe. It's going to be a slaughter fest, I think. I know. You know. But, you know, I mean, they've, they've got some good players. And, you know, of course, they got the good running game, the good offensive line. So, you know, it ain't going to be like a walk in the park. Okay, somebody did a Twitter poll today, which I love Twitter polls. I will always take a Twitter poll. Like, anytime I scroll through, it could be something I'm not even interested in at the moment. I'm I'm, I'm choosing an option, even if I'm not interested. I am participating in your Twitter poll. Send me your Twitter polls. I never I knew love that them. about you. Yeah. So, somebody did a Twitter poll, and they asked... What running backs are we most concerned, Bucks fans most concerned about going up against? Mm-hmm. And the it was four. I can't remember who the four were. I remember two. It was Christian McCaffrey, Ezekiel Elliott. There was another one. Uh, Saquon Barkley, maybe. Mm-hmm. And the fourth one was someone I didn't know. I think as a rookie, probably. Taylor, I think, was the last name. Does that ring a bell? Mm-hmm trying to probe you for some fantasy information right yeah i know now. i'm keeping my lips shut here <laughs> our, draft our draft is, is tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah. i know i've done no research like ralph he has a file folder he keeps in like a safe <laughs> no just kidding it's in his drawer that's probably a decoy folder like this is how <laughs> ralph takes this stuff seriously <laughs> i take everything serious if i'm gonna do something i'm gonna do it yes, right, right absolutely yeah. oh yeah let me tell y'all about Farmville. Do you guys remember Farmville from Facebook? You remember? You remember this, Ralph? Yes. Okay. <laughs> when Ralph and I first got together, 
When Ralph and I first got together, he could do the Rubik's Cube. And I ended up learning how to do it. And Just I, so she could beat me. I, that was not it. But I exactly. did end up doing it faster than him. See? Which he cared about, but I didn't care about. Oh, no, so. you didn't care about <laughs> Yeah, she beat me and then quit. She was like, I'm no, I don't think you've ever done it again. I can't so. even do it anymore. Yeah. So anyway, at the time, I played Farmville. It was fun for me. So Ralph goes, oh, I'm going to start playing Funville, but I'm going to get payback for the Rubik's Cube. And Ralph had a file folder he actually had a bot that was there like harvesting his crops he became like this millionaire farmer mogul and you got in, so like, mad two weeks. i did not get mad i just like quit well I was, you like, quit you yeah. i wasn't mad you just like took the fun out of it for me for you so great fun for me <laughs> well is it fun for you if i take my ball and go home like hey a victory is a victory whether it's a forfeit <laughs> So, in any case, no asterisks in the wind column. Okay, we got like way off track. Twitter polls, the running back. Okay, so they asked, "Who of the four running backs are you most worried about facing?" And to me, it's Ezekiel Elliott. Not and everyone else picked Christian McCaffrey, and I'm like. Christian McCaffrey, exactly. We've Thank stuffed you. him so many times. Thank you, Ralph. There's uh, a Quan Barkley, somebody I kind of worry about, but you know he was we out. We stuffed him too. We we hurt him. Yeah, that's he's right. the what you know. We yeah. ended his season. Dallas's offensive line, you know, if it if it stays up to yeah. par this year, it'll it'll be tough. Well, and Ezekiel Elliott is more. He's kind of a more physical back. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but. You know, Christian McCaffrey, I'm like, Vita Vea got his number. Oh, like, gosh. I am not worried about he Christian He cracks McCaffrey. me up with that. Every time he tackles oh McCaffrey gosh. or somebody else tackles McCaffrey, Vita Vea goes and lays on top of him. I know. <laughs> Every, time. Every time. It's hilarious. So, but yeah, it was like 79% picked Christian McCaffrey. And I'm like, are you people out of your damn mind? Hmm. And... I wouldn't even pick Saquon Barkley. Well, I wouldn't pick Christian McCaffrey because of Vita Vea, but also because he's coming back off of injury. Like, running backs are not the same after they come back after injury. So, What was it Christian McCaffrey happened with him last year? Was it an ankle? Yeah. Broken? Yeah. I don't I don't know that it was broken. Hmm. I need to look at that because... Or shoulder? Hmm, I got him as a keeper, so... <laughs> Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. I gotta check my keepers. Ooh, I don't know. If you ain't I'm got nobody any. you want. Listen, I drafted a first round last year, Michael Thomas, and he got hurt. I'm a jinx. You are a jinx. You he remember you got Con Barkley one year, right? No, um, Adrian Peterson, the year that he tore his dang mm-hmm. ACL. Yep, it was my stud. Remember that year you drafted Wentz and Winston, and <laughs> both of them were uh, out for the first. First game, it first few been, games. Yeah. Yeah. Like two, and now I think Carson Wentz was like not playing yeah, at th- all. Yeah, yeah I think season. he was a backup or something. I was just like, what in the world are you doing? Gosh, yeah. yeah. So, guys, I need help. Uh, Ralph's folder. <laughs> it's not safe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, 
I might look at things like an hour before the draft tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We'll and see. that's why you don't have any championships. And I got two. What? Community property, buddy. No, uh-uh, remember. Uh-huh. I tried to get you to play that game, and you were like, no, we're, we are individuals when it comes to fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. Whatever. I got your other ring. How about that? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Stop it. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I'm excited to see our uh, run defense this year. I want us to be number one again. Mm-hmm. I th- I'm pretty sure that will break a record three years in a row. I know. That would be so. We're, we were number and one we, last year. We finished number one. Yeah. yeah. And we don't get credit for that. I mean, when people talk about our team, they don't talk about that. Uh, this, the two years in a row where we've been – and, and it's, it's not even close. You know, I mean, it's like 20 yards a game difference. It's, it, it's a huge difference. We have been dominating stopping the run, which, of course, makes people throw the ball more on us. Yeah. But, now but we we're got, getting better at that, Oh, too. yeah. Good grief. Way better. Yeah. Ask the Chiefs. I know. Or <laughs> the Packers. It's the Packers, I think, is a good example. Yeah. Interceptions left and right. Ah, but, you know, it was their offensive line. That's the reason why they lost the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, consensus. Just like, uh, you know, the only reason why we won it in 2002 was because, uh, you know, Gruden knew the plays. That's it. Had nothing to do with our monstrous defense that had been dominating for six years. Like, that's all that it takes. You know, people like to, well, I think when you lose, you throw out excuses. And, I mean, but you got to give the winners some credit. Like, it is so hard to play competently, I would say. Like, to be a good team, you got to have all 11 guys on the same page the majority of the time, mm-hmm. make good decisions. You got to keep them from making good plays as well mm-hmm. on the other side of the ball. Yeah. You got to not make mistakes. That's the huge thing. It's a, it's a, you know, so you got to give credit to the winners. You would think so, but everybody just hates Tom Brady. I know. They you really know? Do. Mm-hmm. They do. It is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, well, as a family on. member. One, he's not dynamic. He's not pizzazzy. He doesn't go out there and. Exactly. You know, run around and throw all these crazy passes and stuff. And that's what everybody wants to see anymore. You know, they turned this into an offensive league, which he had something to say about that, too. Uh, he was talking to, oh, my gosh, what was it? It was Casey Phillips. They were having a panel, right? Was it that thing? Mm. I was watching it just a little while ago. No, when he was Something talking about different. the defense and the flags and stuff? Yeah, I think it was that. I didn't get to that part, but no, I think that's where it was from. It, it, was a, it wasn't Barstool Sports. It was... Uh, one of those. Anyhow, he said that. Oh, okay. He says that. Uh, this is a quote from him. He said, "I think it's really a disservice to the sport because the sport isn't being played at a high level like I believe that it once was." Talking about how the defense is just getting penalized all the time. He says they they penalize the defense for offensive mistakes. He's like, if an offensive lineman whiffs on a block or a guy comes through unblocking and he hits the quarterback hard, that's a flag. You know, and he's just like, it shouldn't be that way. It was really neat. I, I was really impressed that, you know, he was like, hey, let's get back to the old school toughness. And 
you know, and he he was advocating for the defense, you know, and, and that's a competitor. That's what a competitor does. But a competitor doesn't want to handicap his opponent. He wants to go out there and beat his opponent at yeah, their best. That's what I was going to say is that it makes the competition a little bit easier, and that's not what he wants. No, no. I mean, he is so – I've never seen a competitor like him. Right. Someone who – like, he – is fueled by the doubt and the negativity and the hate. Like I've never seen anyone take all those negative emotions and just use them to make themselves better and be better. I mean, it's just such a crazy mindset to think about where you can have like the majority of the league probably hates you Mm -hmm. and they want to beat you. And when you lose they laugh and they're happy and they're celebrating your misery. And mm-hmm. he just takes that and he's like, yeah, well, I'm just, that's just going to make me better. It's just an incredible, incredible thing to be able to do. And he's consistently doing it at a high level. So the, I, I just found it very fascinating. Uh, Molly, did she, she checked on the video, and it was with the round table, but it's also on Bleacher Reports. I don't know. I don't know if they got it from the round table with He just Casey doesn't Phillips. want to say that I'm right. <laughs> uh, but he did say that. He said every hard hit is a penalty on the defense. Uh, I feel like they penalize defensive players for offensive mistakes. I love he was saying that in reference to Ray Lewis. He right. was like Ray Lewis would hit one of our receivers, mm-hmm. knock him out of the game, but now that's a penalty on the defense. Yes, he he talked about how it's the the quarterback's job to not throw the pass so that a wide receiver is going to get destroyed. He said when he played against Ray Lewis, they wouldn't throw it across the middle because Ray Lewis would pop the ball out or take your wide receiver out. Murder somebody. Yeah. So I, I thought that was interesting. I like that. You know, and it does. It just goes to show what level of a competitor he is. He's like, you know, stack the defense. Stop throwing flags. I want to play against the best. I want to mm-hmm. beat the best. You love that attitude. Don't man. you want to? Like, if you're a quarterback, you want to beat the best defense. Like a defense who is intimidated, like our defense, who is known to, like, kill people mm-hmm. not really but we we can take people out of games yeah i mean you want to beat those guys you don't want to make the league handicap right. them get get the uh the refs out there to beat them for you yeah. or, as i like to call them the the hall monitors right exactly exactly so again can't go one podcast without talking about how great Tom Brady is, can we? Uh, no. I, yeah. I'll, I'll probably be doing that for the rest of my life. I know. I'm going to be telling my grandkids, hey, yeah, <laughs> I, used to, I used to watch Tom Brady. Hey, I mean, we are watching history here, like sports, and yeah. not just the NFL mm-hmm. history. Yeah. This is sports history. Yeah, well, you know, I've seen a lot of great history. I, you know, I didn't see Babe Ruth. Of course, I ain't that old. But, you know, I was at Wayne Gretzky's, watched him. Uh, to Michael Jordan, uh, Mike Tyson. You know, I still think he's the best boxer that's ever lived. Uh, 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 I'm thinking NASCAR. What's his name? Um, Dale Earnhardt. Got to see him. Uh, you know, we're getting to see 
Tom Brady, who is, if you ask, and, and, and I got to see Jerry Rice, who before Tom Brady, I always said Jerry Rice was the best NFL player ever. But I think Tom Brady is just the best athlete ever. He beats them all. You and, and, it, and it's just, it's his accomplishments. You just can't look at that and go, eh, you know, Seven that's luck. championships. Yeah. I mean, there there's no franchise that has that many. Do they? I think I think uh, Pittsburgh has five. Really? That's it. Five. I thought they had six. But yeah, I think Maybe. you're right. Yeah, yeah I he's mean, got, he's got more more rings than any team in the league. I know. It's just. I mean, who? It, it's it's a it's it's a serious serious accomplishment. I think it's you got to give him the goat, man. I mean, across all sports at this point, you know. I mean, the Red Wings as a team were spectacular with their accomplishments, but you know, this, come on, come on, come on. And it's like not even close. They try to, the, all the Tom Brady haters, they try to say, Oh, you know, deflate gate. He had to cheat there. And then he had to record their warm ups, And that, that's okay. Which I, but- I, I wasn't even a Brady fan with that. And I thought that was the most silliest thing in the world. The whole, the deflate gate stuff. It, it was just to me. I saw it as people wanting to go. You know, they they were just dominating so much. It was just like we got to do something to penalize them and yeah. try to handicap them. And it's like if you even okay, write off those two championships. What about the other five? Well, he cheated and just didn't get caught. Right? Oh, right. Yeah, you're like okay. <laughs> I just you can only those only work for so long. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No. I mean, when he left Belichick. You know, I I had never done game film on Brady. It had always been on my list, but I, I didn't really want to do game film on Brady so much as I did on Belichick. I just wanted to, you know, I mean, I've I've done some, had done some, but nothing serious. And uh, you know, I when we got Tom Brady, I was like, man, I got to check this dude out because I I didn't think. I mean, at the end of the year, you know, the question of whether Tom Brady was going to come, I was like, he wouldn't fit in the system. You know, this is a long ball system. He's not a long ball thrower. And then I looked, and I was like, whoa, this dude could throw some serious long balls. It's just the system he's in doesn't require that. It's not designed that way. And, uh, you know, I said, you know, if he comes over here and just starts gunslinging like I think he can, you know, that's saying a lot. I mean, huge amount of that you could you could switch you know, your style of play. And he did. He switched his stance. He switched his, uh, you know, the, the way he reads. He, he switched how deep he throws, you know, on a consistent basis. I think we had the most 20-yard-plus passes last year again. Really? It was with Tom Brady. Yeah. He was throwing deep balls left and right. Yeah. Nobody expected that except us after we watched the game film and stuff. We were like, man, he's going to be slinging it. Kill it. Kill it. Uh, so, you know, I think it's a, it's a huge accomplishment. And like I've said repeatedly on here, you know, I think it was a real kick in the nuts to Belichick and Belichick supporters because he just bombed. They bombed last year. And, you know, Brady won a Super Bowl. I know. And Answered that question definitively. Yes. I think so, too. And then how long does Belichick have? At the Patriots. I mean, yeah. coaching careers, you're on a very short leash. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, aside from the 20 years that he had with Tom Brady, like, how patient is Robert Kraft going to be with him? Right. Yeah. And the fan base, how long are they? You yeah. know, they're used to, they've had 20 years of winning teams, you know, just dominant. 
How long do you think it's going to be before they go? Yeah, we don't like this losing crap. All right. Yeah. You know, we got beat by the Dolphins. What? <laughs> you know, the Bills went to the playoffs I and know. we didn't. <laughs> I know. Oh my I goodness. still cannot believe Josh Allen is top 10. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just can't. Um, oh, on that round table, that panel, that it was the Buccaneers and Casey Phillips. Had. Yeah, go watch it if you haven't, guys. It's yeah, really we sat, we started on. I got to watch the rest of it. An interesting thing. Okay, so it was Levante, Tom Brady, Gronk, and Mike Evans. And Casey Phillips, they were taking fan questions, actually, I think from the crew members. So if you're a season pass holder, I mm. think they were taking your questions. So, uh Somebody asked, what is your favorite stat to, to get? And Levante, or he, he, they might have asked, like, underrated stat, or what stat do you love the most? Something like that. And Levante, you're going to be so proud of this one, said TFLs. Oh, he nice, was like, yeah. he was like, I don't think people realize how important and how impactful it's, it's the same thing are. as a sack. Yeah, because I mean, you're moving the offense back. Mm-hmm. They got to make up that yardage, and you know, it's a completely different. You kind of throw off their their game plan a little bit when you can take mm-hmm. away yards from them like that. And Gronk said, "Tutties, of course." Uh, Tom Brady said, um, "No." Nothing bothers him more than interceptions. So he's like, I could throw like 90 touchdowns, but if I throw an interception, I'm pissed off about that game. Hmm. Like, wow. Wow. And Mike Evans, can you guess what Mike said? Mm, touchdowns? No. Yardage. Yardage. There's he a shocker. He likes the yardage. He likes touchdowns. He said, touchdowns are cool. But he would rather have the yardage. So what he said was, I'll take you down the field and let Gronk score the touchdown. There you go. Which I thought was cool. That's cool. a good teamwork there. But doesn't it make sense? Because he ha- he's had the most mm-hmm. subsequent seven or seven thousand years. yard season, seven years. Yep. So they asked him about broke, that. Broke Randy Moss's record. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's saying something. Yeah. They asked him what he thought about, Casey Phillips asked what he thought about having the 17 games now, like he's got an extra game to do it. And he broke that record before there were 17 games, before Mm -hmm. the asterisk beside it. So we'll see. You know, I mean, the next person who does it, they're going to do it in 17 games rather than 16 like he did it. So Mm -hmm. it's not as important when they do it unless it was a Buccaneer that does it next time. <laughs> then maybe it'll be the same thing. I like the way you think. There we go. I like the cut of your jib. I know. Uh, did you see that the NFL Network is going to have two Buccaneers specials air the night before kickoff? I saw one. What's the they're other have one? Two. What, what are they? So they're going to have America's Game 2020 in Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that'll be um, at 8 o'clock on the NFL Network on the 8th. So so that is America's Game 2020 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's 8 o'clock on the 8th. And then right after that at 9 o'clock is No Risk It, No Biscuit, mm. Bruce Arians and the 2020 Buccaneers. That's the one I had heard about. Okay. Okay. So, so that one's right after at 9 o'clock. So 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. NFL Network. Well, when's the game? Uh, Thursday. Right. 
So those air on Wednesday. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, the okay. day before. Good, good. Well, that means hell, our football season starts Wednesday. <laughs> I know. I know. We still, we, haven't, to... we still haven't watched the Dallas Cowboys I... hard knocks. I don't oh, know anybody man. that's watched I, it. You know, I was like, oh, well, we gotta, we're not going to watch that. But now I'm like, no, we kind of have to, I think. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've got a friend of mine who's a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan. He hasn't said anything about it. I don't even know if he's watched it. It's weird. No interest. They like ruin that show. They everything is just so dead serious. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Lots of drama. Can't take it. Yeah. Can't do it. Did you see oh, speaking of dead serious. Okay, that that was bad. Can we? Uh okay. Did you see the former Bucks linebacker Keith McCants? Yeah. Was found yeah. Dead in his house. Suicide. Mm-hmm. No, it was a drug overdose. Oh, I heard it was suicide. Oh, really? Okay. They believed to be hmm. it to be a drug overdose. He was fifty-three. Mm-hmm. Did you remember him? I didn't no, recognize the no, name. It was kind of before my time. He, I think he was drafted what ninety, ninety-two, somewhere. Around okay. There. First well, round that, draft pick never really panned out. They switched him uh, from. Linebacker to defensive end. Something I can't remember. No, I didn't know. Didn't know the guy. So it's always sad to hear. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You never want to hear that. And especially, you know, especially when they stay in the area, like they're Mm -hmm. drafted with the team and they kind of make a life there. It's sad. Um, I have one bit, one former Buccaneer to talk about. Burchard. Burchard. Perriman, mm-hmm. he was with the Lions and got cut. Yeah, we, we talked talk about, about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Luke Stocker got cut from the Titans. Ooh. Yeah. He was always um, – Cutter really liked him. Mm-hmm. Cutter likes the tight ends. Yeah, and Cutter even brought him to Atlanta That's when right. he went to Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, I was never real enthused with him. Yeah, he was all right. He's all right. He's all right. Uh, the Falcons signed running back Wayne Galbin. I don't know who that is. He used to be with the Giants, I think. That was a long time ago. Really? Well, long time at football years. Yeah, so like two years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he was with the Giants oh, all the way up till last year. Wow. Yeah. From 2017 to 2020. What was he like? Second or third string? Yeah, yeah, he was. Oh, okay. He was deep in the. He didn't do a whole lot. Uh, you know, he he started fourteen games out of out of all those. Probably when years. Saquon Barkley got injured. Right. Yeah. 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 He came in. He was probably second string then. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Barber got cut from Washington. Did you see that? No. Yeah. That was a little sad. I, I liked him. I was rooting for him. Yeah. I liked Barber. God, that was a horrible leg break he had. Oof. With, With us? us? Yeah. I don't remember that. Gosh. <laughs> Pretty sure that was Peyton Barber. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. I know. Here we go. Uh, oh, wait. I think he got signed by... Oh, he got signed Uh, by the Raiders. Peyton Barber did just yesterday. It's on Wikipedia. I saw that so, Gerald McCoy made the team, but he's second string. That's 
Yeah. You know, I think that that's the best that he could hope for at this point, given his age and coming off of an injury where he missed an entire season. It's not a big surprise to me. Hmm. Um, so we'll see how he does. I'd like to see him get some reps. Who? McCoy. McCoy? Yeah, yeah. yeah he'll be rotation. Yeah. The same thing with our, our boy uh, Gay Stats, uh, Nassib. He's. I cannot believe string. that he is second string. That is weird to me because he was like a big signing for them uh, last year. You know, he's, they, he got signed away from us. And with the contract they gave him, I thought he was going to get more of a starting role. Man. But it just didn't happen that way. Again, I think, you know, he's rotation, but to not be on the uh, first string list anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so who was it that broke their leg with us? That's driving me crazy. I do. I would. I could have swore it was Peyton Barber, but it wasn't apparently. Uh, you get okay. You guys comment down below if you remember who was, broke their leg. It, Vito broke his leg with us. I know, but, but this was no. It was one of our. How long legs. ago? I don't know. Three, four years ago. <laughs> we should just run through the list of running backs. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I'm looking. Uh, Charles Sims. Uh, was it Jacques Rogers? Was it? I swear oh, it was I Peyton Barber. I it swear was it was not Peyton Barber. Barber. I don't think it was. I don't but think I, so. If you in yeah. the memory of funny thing like that, it where is. like I could swear it was him. Yeah, it was not. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have lost money on that bet. I can't even run through the list of all the running backs. I'm trying. I'm like Doug Martin. <laughs> That's all I got, Cadillac Williams. <laughs> oh, poor Cadillac. I know. He was one of those always hurt, right? No, he he did great, and then all of a sudden he got hurt. Yeah. That's pretty much it for him. Man. Uh, oh, let's talk about the uniforms. That was the last... Gosh, I can't believe I even missed that. That was like the big story today. Um, the uniform schedule came out, and we are wearing white and pewter like the whole season. Like we have the pewter jerseys twice, and then we have the red jerseys three times, but all the other games are the white and pewter. What? Are you serious? Yeah. Isn't that ridiculous? We wear the red twice. That's it? Or three times. Three times. <sighs> I know. And the rest of it's the white. I don't like the white. I think they look like pajamas. Yeah, not a big fan of them. I'm not, you know, and especially, like, they get all sweaty, and then it's like a wet t-shirt contest out there, and that's never a good look with, like, the linemen. All the big boys. You know, it, it, I've got Javorski Lane on here. He had a broken leg, and that, that must be it. You know, he was a fullback with fullback, us. Yeah. I just doesn't make any sense. Could have swore 
But I, I liked Jaborski Lane, so maybe that's what it was too. Yeah, maybe. He's I knew it was bad. somebody I liked. Yeah. Because what happened on the sideline, he got taken a, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I've got a video clip of it somewhere in my football injury file. <laughs> so Wayne Gallman signs with Atlanta. Uh, I imagine he'll be probably third string right now. The, you know, you talked about Cam Newton getting signed with somebody. Falcons are pretty short in quarterback depth. They got a rook, they got, uh, Josh Rosen is behind Matt Ryan. We talked about that. And then yeah. they got a rook, that rookie guy, Franks. You know, if anything happens to Matt Ryan, they're going to need some Yeah, they'll some probably help. bring him in. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Cam Newton with the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, James my gosh. Winston with the New Orleans All those Cam Newton stands <laughs> who still love him, my family member included. Oh, my God. And then if he were to sign with Atlanta, he would have like a meltdown. He would just short circuit. Yeah, the the Falcons have Mike Davis as their starting quarter, uh, running back. From Cord- Carolina. Yep. Cordell Peters Patterson uh, is second string. And then Wayne Gallman right now is third string. And then Keith Smith, they got him fourth string in the running back. Now, he's a fullback. But they don't have a fullback listed. So that's weird. Hmm. But, you know, they got a new coach now. Yeah, Arthur right? Smith from the yeah, tech, so, or Titans. So they, mu- they must have liked him and said, well, we're going to keep him, but we don't keep fullbacks, so we're going to make him a running back. But he's fourth string. That's so weird. I know, weird. But they're going to keep him. Apparently, yeah. yeah. As a running back. Interesting. Speaking of the... Jameis Winston going to the New Orleans Saints. Oh, my gosh. You know, the, the <laughs> Tampa Bay Times and our boy Rick Stroud wrote an article, which if you didn't know any better, you would think he was writing for the New Orleans Saints. Mm. I mean, he was just he was just gushing about Jameis Winston. Uh, and Sean Payton. He said uh, Saints coach Sean Payton is one of the best play calls in the league, and he will protect Winston. Uh, the Saints' best weapon is running back Alvin Kamara, and the offense will run through him, not Winston. He has a great offensive line to protect him and a swarming defense to help get the ball back. Winston won't be the same quarterback who threw 88 interceptions and lost 22 fumbles in 70 games with the Buccaneers. He will be better. This is this is coming from our sports guys, our media. Here's the thing. is Jameis Winston makes his offensive lines look bad. Right, exactly. That's one thing. Drew Brees, you know, we've, we've said this. Forever, you know, it's amazing how Drew Brees always has great offensive lines. Same thing you can say about Tom Brady. And when Tom Brady came here, I said, we're going to have the same offensive line, but we're going to be top 10, most likely top five offensive line. And what happened? Top five. You know, you're like, it's the quarterbacks that, you know, it means a lot. It's the same thing with running backs. You know, an offensive line makes the running back usually. And sometimes you got. Uh, freaks here and there, but generally it's the running back. The the offensive line makes the running backs. James Winston is going to make the New Orleans Saints offensive line look like crap. I guarantee you. Guarantee you. It probably won't happen until I'm, I'm going to say week four, you know, when, yeah, when he starts think, getting the happy feet. Yeah, I think he'll start feeling like he can take more risks mm-hmm. at a certain point, and then it's over. Yeah. This is going to be great to watch. It's going to be so glorious. 
He's just gonna. I just. I hope he's the starter by week seven. I do. I really do. So we can play him. You know those boys are chomping at the bit to intercept him. Mm-hmm. Levante, Devin. They know all of his tells. Carlton. Yeah, yeah. We know him forwards and backwards. Yeah. Ugh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> ah, I love so, it. Yes. Did uh, did you see that the NFL is teaming up with some betting companies? Yeah, I don't know strange. how I feel about that. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't I d- either. It's kind of a. I like betting, but I man, you, you, the NFL shouldn't have nothing to do with it. No, no. It's a uh, you know, seems like a, a conflict of interest and. You know, I just don't see how you can keep that from getting corrupted. No, no. Let's see. Uh, this is according to Adam Schefter. He says that the NFL has reached agreements with Fox Bet, Bet MGM, Point Bet, and Wide Bet to become approved sportsbook operators for the 2021 NFL season. That doesn't make any sense to me. But, yeah, it's just, no, you can't. What, are they licensing it? Apparently, that's what it is. And, you know, a license fee with the NFL is like, God, last time I looked, it was like 200000 a year. So, (laughs) I don't don't know, man. Just NFL, stay away from that. But it's too late. You know, they've got fantasy football and, and, you know. The The pick-ems. Yep, yep. So, you know, betting is a huge part of the NFL now, and they're knee-deep in it. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a big scandal. You know what's coming you know it's coming. It's got to. Well, it's like what you always talked about with how, with the refs. How right. you're surprised there's never been a ref scandal. I think there that. has been. It's just been covered up well. You, that's one thing you can say for the NFL is that they are great at <laughs> PR. PR. Yes. Like, excellent. Very, very much so. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I don't like that. Not a big fan of it, man. No. Um, I agree. I don't I don't like it either. So we are going to see some scandals happening. It's going to happen. We got 17 games now. We got 5,000 refs. We've got NFL knee deep in the betting. Ugh. And, you know, the refs control the games too much. I mean, you know, everybody always says that. But since the, the refs uh, sat out that one year, boycotted whatever, mm-hmm. and they brought in the scab refs. And everybody freaked out, acting like it they was. They were so mad at them, and I was oh like, "They weren't any like, worse yeah, than the regular just, refs." Yeah, we have these stupid calls, even with the, the yeah. regular refs are in. I was happy about it. I was like, "This, we should do this every year." Yeah, just pick people off the streets, let them ref the games. It couldn't be any worse. Ralph's gonna volunteer next time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but once they that they caved in to the refs' demands, and that's when it was like, oh, God, here we go. And ever since then, man, the refs have controlled games incredibly badly. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they they are the deciding factor. You know, yeah, they, got, they make a huge difference. They got too much control and way too many subjective penalties, you know, where they could say, oh, you know, this guy was, you know, he looked at this guy mean. <clears throat> what was it we were watching the preseason? The guy got penalized for taunting? And he didn't do anything. He he like turned He's around and flexed. By him. Yeah, yeah. You were like, "What?" You're like, "Are we grown men or?" Exactly. Exactly. Come on. You know. Come on. 
So it's really easy now for refs to throw games one way or the other, and you wouldn't even know it. You wouldn't even know it. You know, they could they could they could say, "Oh, he said he he called this guy a derogatory name," so you know he's kicked out of the game or whatever. You're like, what? Who's who's going to know that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's coming. It's going to happen. <laughs> Somebody's going to get popped for something. All right, guys, uh, we are getting closer and closer to the kickoff, and man, I'm so excited. Uh, we are getting out of our preseason mode, getting ready to enter the real deal. I hope everybody else is out there is ready for it as well. Get your, your fantasy football stocked up, your folders, your notes. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your wife out of especially if she's in the same league you are. He labels it like John Deere. So I <laughs> That's a, as <laughs> soon as you said that, I went, ooh, I looked over at my folder. I was like, man, I got to. I just fall asleep Change on that one. Label on that one. It's going in the safe. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So anyhow, guys, uh, we're we're so damn close. It's 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 silly. I'm so excited. I know. Excited. This time next week, we will have we'll probably be recording our um, reaction to the game. Yeah, yeah. One and, week. and this Sunday is the last free Sunday we're going to have until oh February. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we got to try to cram everything in. I know you. We got somebody coming up for their birthday uh, opening. Yeah, that's next week. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Opening weekend. Opening yeah. Sunday. And we said, oh, if you're coming, we, we're going out to the bar to watch the games. Yeah. So. Well, you know, my family's used to that by now. When yeah. I've told this story before, when Ralph and I got together, that's he let it be known very quickly. Uh, do not make plans between mm-hmm. August and February on Sundays all day, uh, Monday night, Thursday night. You know, I'm not doing anything, so mm-hmm. don't don't expect anything of me. And so yep. uh, he it's trained just, me early. It's and just how it is. Yeah, it's just how it is. So now I'm trained. My family is trained. They all know. <laughs> His family is trained. We all know. Ralph is not doing anything. Yep. Well, Anytime Sunday, there's football on. You know, I've always been a believer in you got to take one day off a week. Is you know, that a, Sunday. You that's Sunday. right. The good Lord rested once. One day of the week, and it just happened to be Sunday. So, <laughs> and then he made football, and it aired on Sundays. So I don't. What think a that's coincidence! A coincidence, I know. Yes, the Lord has blessed the NFL. All right, with that, we're going to wrap it up. Wrap it up. Till next time, guys. Go books.